0: All right, hello, hello, welcome to the Eddie Conversation Podcast. My name is Eddie V. Hill and I am your host. This is episode number eighty six. Ooh, that's a good number. And uh joining me today is Josh Fapp. That's me. Hello. Hi Eddie, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks oh. for thanks for making the
1: trek out. Of course. Always anytime I can get to see Eddie, I, I'm gonna do it appreciated appreciated <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking about you in the third person <laughs> but dude Eddie's great that's how we talk about Eddie that's how we talk about Eddie yeah we gotta keep
0: yes all right wait well, wait, wait could that be another podcast that's how we talk about Eddie. that's how we talk about Eddie that's a good one right I don't know if and then it uh, seems a little self-indulgent, but yeah, I'll I'm, take it. I'll maybe take a it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who wants to come on the show and talk about Eddie? Oh, can I be your first guest? Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Okay. All right. I'm coming back for, it'll be a one episode <laughs> series, but uh, let's do it. It's going to be great. I just want to lay some foundational stuff yeah. on. Uh, okay. So let's just say uh, you, we know each other from the film work. Yeah, we do. Um, to say as vaguely as possible, um, <laughs> uh, you are how, I'm curious on how you kind of think of yourself but I mm. know you're kind of like I'll call you like a producer director it's kind of like the yeah. capacity that I know you yeah but that is broad <laughs> so when people ask you what you do for a living what do you how do you normally talk about it
1: yeah I, I normally say like just about what you said there was I'm a producer and a director um but recently I've been primarily working mostly in social media um, type stuff which is like you're saying it's very broad <laughs> um, and we are, we're a lot smaller so we do so much like I, I write I edit I do some VFX sometimes hopefully not that much because I'm pretty terrible at it but uh, yeah I think producer director is probably the easiest like simplest way of
0: saying it okay now do we do we do we 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 should just say who you work for, right? Does oh that... yeah, yeah. So I work for Zach King. Uh,
1: he's a social media TikTok sensation. Uh, well, that was a that's a bit that was, that was a bit much, but yeah, that's uh, probably true. Yeah, he's great. Um, so I've been a producer for him, or pr- producer director for him, for about three
0: years. Okay, yeah. Copy copy that. So you're you're an in-house producer director. Yeah okay so i mean so the dabble. okay you already explained the dabbling. i know i know that we met on a short film sure more did. the narrative side mm-hmm. of filmmaking i know that you've talked about that as like i don't know how much i don't know what the balance is like what the pie chart looks like between like social media content to commercial work to right. the narrative work cause it's all different mm-hmm. uh i don't know if you direct all those pieces or If you're like, how, you know, what's one of them? What what the heck does that mean? Yeah. (laughs) No, I
1: get it. It's uh, it's confusing and a lot of people don't know. Um, So there's actually a few of us um, that direct and produce. And it kind of just depends on our availability. Um, So when I first started with Zach, I mostly did um, personal content is what we call it, which is like those 10 to 15 second videos of Zach doing like a magic trick uh, that has nothing to do with a brand or whatever. But they're super fun because you have to like pack in a really quick story in like fifteen seconds and have it be fun and engaging. And those
0: and, are like the ones that go to like Instagram and stuff. Yeah. Or what are those? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so those are like the Instagram TikToks and that sort of thing. So that's where I started. Um I started doing that and then kinda how we structure it a little bit is then you move up to like branded projects after that. So brands um like Amazon or Google or whatever, whoever wants to do something. Um we kind of apply that 10 to 15 sec f- second format, but for the brand and they have stuff that they normally want to promote.
0: Yes. Great. Yeah. And then the narrative.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So personal content, and then the branded work. And most of the time that is more like TikTok, Instagram. Sometimes that's like a YouTube video. Yeah, because or... I mean
0: the whole point of branded stuff, it's like it's ads yeah. and ads are as short as the other content you're already making. So yep. you got to pack in a lot similarly. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah it feels like an easy – I'm sure there are many more hurdles to getting the branded stuff, mm-hmm. you know check mark not check marked uh okayed and ran through the, totally. the, the those processes but okay uh-huh. yeah
1: so we work yeah we worked with a lot of brands and they're they're all awesome and um but yeah okay so we do the branded and then from there i started moving more into narrative short films um for zach so a long, probably like four or five years ago zach was super like doing a lot of short films Uh, actually more like just right before the pandemic actually is when we were like really hitting them a lot. Um, And then since the pandemic, we hadn't really done any shorts at all. Um, And for us, the short films are a lot more passion driven. Uh, Like most of the time there's not a brand or there's not, we're not making money on them at all. It's more just like we try to have like one or two things a year that like, we're just doing it for the fun of it. And, Maybe it can lead to something else, yes,
0: okay, yeah, what kind of stuff are we hoping it leads to? It's like yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, more stuff <laughs> no uh yeah so the 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 big plan, I don't think it's a secret at all that Zach wants to eventually move to directing purely um he does have a lot of like obviously he's front in front of the camera a lot, um but starting. Uh, in the filmmaking career that he has He, he wanted to be behind the camera um, So we're trying to move Eventually To a place where we can actually create Either a series um, For like a streaming service Or something like that Or a feature of our own um, With Zach maybe like Co-directing and being in front of the camera Or some capacity Yeah
0: having mean uh, ideally I'm guessing from like his perspective It would be less In front of like Make, give me give me a supporting role instead yeah. of the number one on the call sheet. yeah, which I get like we need you as number one on the call sheet to get the deal in the first place. Yep,
1: exactly that that it, yeah okay all right um, but the the goal there is that we we're building ourselves up right now that we can do it all on our own. So don't have to rely on another production company or rely on um, anybody else that we as King studio, can actually create our own feature and not have to like sell our souls to anybody else
0: yes that's awesome that's <laughs> awesome yeah yeah it kind of gives me like everything everywhere all at once kind of vibes thought yeah. something I was gonna I know like their VFX team was super it was like six people or yeah, something yeah exactly it was wild. and I'm like I don't see why that's something you guys couldn't do yeah it seems like a similar some more situation. Yeah. Especially for you and the VFX house with them to get in some work. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. And yeah, so we're building up VFX, but also just like other aspects like, you know, DPs and editors. Oh, that stuff's easy. Oh, oh that stuff's that's that's easy. That's yeah, easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh uh-huh.
0: Yeah.
1: Um but yeah, I've just been uh so I've been with Zach for three years and through those three years, I've kind of gone from just a recap, uh, personal content to branded content to now doing those short films that will hope hopefully lead to either more short films or eventually a series and a, uh, or a feature that hopefully I can be part of.
0: Sounds great, yeah, right? Sounds great. So I want to rewind the clock a oh, little bit. Of course, I know, I know you just actually had some practice with this. You just went back home for like a panel situation where you oh, talked yeah. filmmaking yeah and uh, getting back to those roots oh man and talking like, like hey like you're the you're the now you're the big la director coming back <laughs> to town <laughs> yeah the small <laughs> town of the tascadero yeah. yeah so how yeah a how did that go yeah. and two what what kind of stuff are yeah you know, uh, your origins plus going back to the origins all that kind of yeah, all
1: well, that kind of happened. So I hate being on stage, but other people told me that I did a good job. So uh,
0: that's how it went, I guess. Sure. Um,
1: I was just uh, just talking. It was great too because um, the person interviewing me on stage was actually a childhood friend of mine, Sarah. Um, that we had actually grown up together, and so it was like a perfect like just hey, me and Sarah talking with. 500 people out over there but we
0: don't we don't like look at the 500 people because yeah. that's scary I know that the photo of you had you looking out the people but oh. I'm sure there's probably a Q&A section where you had to like address the audience but actually I didn't have to do a Q&A session oh nice. <laughs> yeah. nice I don't know
1: why that terrifies me a little bit more like me and you talking is different than like random kid over there who's gonna be like
0: we're random
1: questions
0: so I have a script
1: yeah <laughs> can you read my script um, but yeah that that was great so um, yeah like you said I went back to my hometown um, I still have family there and it's great and did little little panel and it was it was great because it was actually at my uh, the church I grew up in is where I had the panel and that's actually where I started filmmaking okay. uh, when we were uh, when I was in high school uh, I was part of the youth group and they had a um, uh, I forget what they call it but it was basically like our own Oscars um, where every week Uh, for for four weeks they like gave us like a genre like music video or uh trailer or whatever um, it was that week and we'd have a week to basically make a video with our friends and they would show them in youth group at the end of that week and then after those four weeks we had a huge oscars ceremony and um you know handed out little little plastic trophies and everybody voted for like what we wanted to do. So I knew nothing about filmmaking. Mm -hmm. Um, But my girlfriend at the time, now wife uh, named Okay. Oh yeah, sorry. I'm going to cut you off. Yeah, yeah, sorry.
0: How old are you in this story?
1: Uh, Probably, I think I was 16 or maybe 17.
0: Okay, all right. Sorry, continue. Your girlfriend, now wife?
1: Yeah, girlfriend, now wife. uh, So she was super into filmmaking and she wanted to do like editing and that sort of thing. And she was like, hey, let's work together and let's do this. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. So we did it together with like a group of our friends and they were terrible. But they were like, it was so much fun sure. to do. And that's back when we had, uh, you know, the DV tapes. And uh, I forget the cameras
0: that you put those little like, you know, what I'm talking about the DV tapes. I never worked with those. Oh! So I think I, I got into the game a little later than uh, later, later than you. Yeah. But yeah, either way. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, they're they're like sd quality uh, literally like little vhs tapes essentially that yeah. you put into the side of the camera yeah and uh
0: that seems hard to take that and digitize and edit and stuff is yeah, that yeah it was not fun process? it's also
1: like interlaced so it's all like weird looking
0: and uh, it's kind of retro and cool now probably. yeah exactly
1: yeah now people probably do it on purpose um but anyways, we did that, and uh, we swept the competition. Uh, we didn't do that and best director.
0: Yeah, exactly. Josh
1: and it, Yeah, it, I forget what it was, but like we got a bunch of awards on it. Again, it's like high school and just fun.
0: Yeah, but winning still feels good. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but from there, um, the youth pastor actually at the time uh, approached me afterwards and was like, hey, you want a job? And I'm like, what, a job? He's like, yeah we'll give you this, this DSLR camera and you film things. "Uh, Okay. I don't really know how to do that. And he's like, that's okay. I'm like, okay. So basically I got hired on to like um, make little videos, like wrap up videos or promotional things or whatever, really didn't know what I was doing. Um, And so that was like, I call that my first film school was I was in high school and then right out of high school for, I think, two three years okay. i worked for the church
0: and that's kind of like those almost stocky style mm-hmm. recap kind of stuff because yeah. i know i stumbled across your oh no your youtube channel i might need to <laughs> i
1: might need to edit that eventually
0: <laughs> and yeah so i was going through it and i was like oh i was hoping to find some narrative content in here but it was all essentially that kind of content It yeah. i was like this is the this is this trip and you know, there i mean i I was like, all right, which one, which one's the most popular one? There was like one with like a thousand views on it. It was a recap of a specific, I was like, this, I mean, the edit's cool. And it was nice. Yeah. I, I remember, I mean, I just, I felt like I was doing some more stuff and I was just dabbling in. Like you just got to start doing something. Totally. It helps. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: But yeah, so that was basically my first film school where they handed me a camera and said, make us movies. And I was yeah, like, except- uh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Here's the difference between film school and what you did though. Mm. You were getting paid. Yeah,
1: um, <laughs> I was getting paid, but it was like you know minimum wage sure, back then. Sure, which is like.
0: But you're not paying. Yes, you're, you're not right. Paying. You're getting paid. That's, that's very true. Interesting. So I very guess great.
1: that is true. I, I didn't think about it that way before, but yeah, I got I got some money from it. I got money
0: to learn. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> so at what point? So you mentioned you're in a wife. Janae, mm-hmm. you said Janae, you said let's do this thing and let's let's figure. was when you say let's do this thing, are you talking about the Oscars competition? Yeah. Where at what point did it start clicking in your head that this was like a thing you wanted to pursue further, more yeah. professionally, more, whatever the more is in this yeah. scenario? <laughs> um,
1: I feel like it was never like a huge, like a a moment in time that was like this is for me. This is what I need to do. It was a slow, a gradual um, transition there. So I was going to community college while I was working and doing this. Didn't really know what I wanted to do. It was a little bit more like, for me, this was kind of like a job, but it was also fun. Uh, Like I got to experiment and kind of do art stuff. Like that's fun. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't actually until um, maybe like I might be dating myself now, but 2012 or 2013. Yeah, all right. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I was just finishing up community college, didn't really know what I wanted to do, and I just decided to, like, put myself out there and uh, just in the filmmaking realm in general. And so I'm up in Atascadero, which is, like, four hours north of L.A. Okay, okay. Super random, but there is, like, uh, my mom's a dental hygienist and she was cleaning the teeth of the dad of a guy who made movies or made TV shows is basically like how it was pitched to me and they're <laughs> like yeah we would totally love to like have your son you know, work for free for us because uh, my mom was like oh yeah, maybe. a little internship
0: of some kind
1: yeah exactly and it's all the way down in Pasadena so it's like you know, four or five hours from where I'm living and, uh, and it was unpaid
0: and with no, like, um, they fed you, but that's probably maybe they fed you. No, I don't need <laughs> <laughs> to. Right. Uh-huh. Go on, go anyways. On. Um, so
1: it was, a, it was a show called, uh, what was it called? Uh, Supercar Super Build. And I knew nothing about cars. It was like on the Discovery Channel, kind of reality based, a little bit. It was like they, they would go through the cars and they'd explain this car is really cool, basically. Like, yeah. it's like super then fancy get, cars and then they get
0: the beauty shots and the yeah yeah exactly okay, yeah
1: so i kind of took a leap a little bit um and just was like you know what i'm gonna try it like let's just do it and there was no like end point or anything it was like yeah you intern for us for free for however long you want to do it i uh, know it's a little, a little scary nowadays um it was back in 2013 right still, uh, decade ago yeah huh? right, yeah um but luckily, I had my, my aunt and uncle lived in San Clarita, so I moved in with them, and they were super awesome to let me just stay with them for free, and I would commute down to Pasadena every day, yeah. and I was definitely digging into the savings uh, just on gas and whatever. Um, I did that for about three months, and after that, they actually offered me a job
0: Nice
1: um, to be an assistant editor. Um so I kind of I did that for a while actually more of the post route and the assistant editor I did get to edit a little bit but it was it was mostly like the assistant work
0: okay yeah. I'm still I'm still trying to go to like you said you're going to to community college yeah and trying to you th- had this switch of like I want to put myself out there right mm-hmm. was the so what I'm trying to think of like what was the, the, this random happenstance <laughs> of your mother working on somebody who knew somebody who yeah. then connected you down to LA. Yeah. But what were you, so were you doing more narrative stuff up there trying to do commercial stuff like smaller things up there? Oh, totally. Yeah. What was the,
1: yeah, I totally skipped through that. I'm sorry. <laughs> that <was> all... <laughs> um, yeah, so I actually did. So I worked for the church and did the videos, but I also was trying to start my own thing, uh, of doing a lot of like wedding videos. Okay. Um, uh, I did a lot of those. Um, How was that? It was pretty bad. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> bad. It was just people don't value, at least especially back then, they didn't value um, the videographer that much. Like you'd pay a photographer like full rate, thousands of dollars, but a video guy, yeah, can you do it for like 300 oh, really? bucks? Really?
0: I think it's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. Now it's different. Yeah.
1: But back then it was like, I mean, in their defense, I had like a little DSLR, like the 5D Mark II. Yeah. You didn't,
0: you didn't look, yeah. You weren't carrying the, the easy rig. And I don't know what people, videographers carry around. Yeah, what do around. they use they, now? <laughs> I don't know. They don't, they don't walk around a wedding with an easy rig, though, I don't think.
1: <laughs> I mean, maybe. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, so I did that for a while. I did a few random commercials. Uh, like, I did one for, like, waste management. Sure, or, sure. like, uh, another random one. Uh, I think it was called Kaboom. Uh, it was a local place that literally would, like, stick toxic gases in holes for, like, groundhogs. And they would light it on fire, and it would go kaboom, and it would kill all the rodents inside. Uh, so yeah, I did a, a trailer, a commercial for them.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> and how how did these trailers come to be? Were you promoting yourself as like an in-house videographer, like a one-man band kind of thing? Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, was it wasn't like a you and Janae company. It was. Uh...
1: No, so I, I guess I didn't mention this either. Basically, after um, after high school, Janae started to feel like well maybe this isn't for her and the editing side is maybe not for her and filmmaking in general uh, and she actually started pursuing hairstyling um at that point so she kind of did a switch and then i kept on going with the gotcha, filmmaking gotcha um but she's helped me on a bunch of projects as hair and makeup and um, she's always a great very supportive
0: oh she's we'll great call it yeah it's yeah. awesome
1: um I forgot where I was going. So I
0: was. Were you pitching yourself as a like one man band videographer? Like how did? Because I'm thinking I'm just here projecting. You know, I'm like when I was in Reno before yeah. moving to LA, I was doing the sim- Like I would just go into small businesses and be like, "Hey, uh, can I make a commercial for you? Yeah. Or <laughs> what do you need?" Out. Yeah, I'd go to the small places because I'm like, there's no. The, you, the, it's nice to talk directly with like, the, yeah. with the person in charge versus having to run it up a chain. Totally. Like, hey, you're the owner. This is a brand new restaurant. I'd love to, like, I live just down the road. I would love to cover. Like, what can we? that's I'll, yeah. I'll work for food. I'll do like what. Just I want to. I, first of all, I need experience. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. I feel like um, it was different every time, but I think for the wedding video side, I did one for free for a friend. And then apparently I did an okay job because then everyone started like coming to me a little bit. And that's where I had to like start like figuring out, Oh crap, I got to like price this out to know. And I of course put like way too low of a price uh, for yeah. the amount of time that I actually spent on it. Oh, yeah. Um, but so it was very much word of mouth, but again, like Atascadero is a pretty small town and I grew up there my whole life. So everyone kind of generally knows each other. Um, or like in, I feel like in Reno, it'd be a lot more difficult.
0: It's not too different. It's probably oh, really? a little bit bigger, but it is a small market. So, okay. Yeah. No, so it's probably yeah. <laughs> probably a little bit more. A little bit more, but yeah. um.
1: But yeah, yeah, so a lot of it was just word of mouth. And um, different. Well,
0: like, yeah, and then waste management was like, we need a video, and Kaboom needs a video. And they're yeah. like, oh, this guy makes wedding videos. Let's have him do our Kaboom video.
1: Yeah, he makes cheap <laughs> wedding videos. Oh, wow. We can. uh oh, there we go. We can, uh, you know, charge not very much, and uh, it'll be
0: great. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I'm ch- okay. So, <laughs> what. So, at what point did did Los Angeles creep into your mind or was this, was, was your mom coming to you with this opportunity? The thing that kind of, you're like, okay, I guess now is it like, was that a thing you're planning on doing? And this was yeah. Avenue or how, or does she, it feels almost like she made the decision for you. Oh no. Was like Hey yeah, son, it's, I know you want to do this. I think it'd be good for you if you like, just go for it.
1: Yeah. I guess I did kind of say it like that, but it wasn't really like that. It was more, so I was doing these wedding videos, working for the church, doing these, a uh, couple of random commercials. Um, For whatever reason, L.A. was never like, at least when I was that young, like, I got to go to L.A. to make something of myself or anything like that. It was more like, oh, I could figure out how to still live here and do local commercials and that sort of thing. Yeah. And it was really a out of the blue uh, mention um, from my mom that she was cleaning the guy's teeth. And so then she gave me the, the phone number. I called him and... The guy was like, "Yeah, I mean, yeah, you want to come work for us for free? Sure." Um, and it, you know, it sounds all glamorous and cool, right? Because you're like, "I get to work on a TV show. That's cool." Sure, sure. In any capacity, even if I don't get paid, that sounds great.
0: Yeah, anything to get you in the environment. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, there yeah. there are pluses and minuses, but there's a lot of pluses at that point when you when you don't have anything to grab onto. That's yeah. Uh, something.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So I kinda just did it. I just kinda like, was like, you know what? Let's just try it. Um, And maybe we'll come back to this, but I feel like there's only, there's been like four or five times in my life that there's that like sort of leap of faith type moment. Um, And every time I've taken the leap, it's like been awesome. Like somehow uh, it's always good to take the chance, um, for me at least, every time I've taken the chance, it's so scary and like, have. a lot of times financially not good or like maybe a bad decision on the outside. But like, it's like, you know what, this could lead to something. And every time I've done the leap, it, it's paid off.
0: Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm thinking about, okay. So you did three months as an intern mm-hmm. and then they eventually offered you the job. Yeah. Which is cool. And it paid off. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess I'm thinking about you you jumped into the editing room. You said an assistant editor. Yeah, assistant at editor. At that time.
1: Yeah. I did do some... They were also kind of a smaller company, so I did some, like, assistant camera, too, and a little bit of cam Um Basically, it was like, hey, you know, we're filming over here. Can we just get another camera? Stick Josh on it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's something... No, it's all... That's all. I think that's all good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. just how it goes. That's how it goes. Right. Uh, yeah.
1: Um, but from there... Um, so Janae and I, we'd been dating for four years at that point, and we were going to get married. And um, uh, my, my grandparents, uh, so I, I was pretty much, like, totally good with not going to film school because I, like, you know, got a job, like, as assistant editor. But, like, yeah, I can work my way up, and I can, I can make my way. I don't need to go back to school. And then my grandparents were uh, like, Josh, we'll pay for your whole school if you decide to go to film school, it, basically trying to get me to go to school. Yeah. yeah. So I had kind of had this, this is one of those crossroad moments where it was like, well, I got a good thing going right now, but maybe it's worth it to go to film school. I don't know. Am I going to learn anything? Is it even going to be worth it? Um, but that, that was too enticing a little <laughs> to not go to film
0: school if it's fully yeah. paid for
1: by your grandparents. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I did it. I went, and I, um, I got married and then
0: congratulations. Thank you. <laughs>
1: uh, and so Janae and I, we were living in our hometown of Tascadero and I got into CSU Long Beach, uh, for their film school program there. And we moved the, like, I think it was three days before our wedding. We moved everything down to Long Beach. We knew nobody knew, knew didn't even know the area. We'd never even seen the apartment that we had signed the lease for.
0: Wow. Um,
1: it was, it was wild. Um, live so, down there
0: yeah, so this is is this is this this does this count as one of those leap of faith moments as well, or is this a little bit does this count it doesn't i don't know yeah,
1: um a little bit because neither of us had jobs, um, and I was going to school, it's paid for that's great, but we have no income coming in, and we just have our savings, which was yeah, not a lot, it was probably like. I don't know, $8,000 or sure, something. it you
0: a few months or whatever. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. And so we didn't really know what was coming next. And Janae had uh, graduated from her um, her hairstyling thing. So she was going we to move down there and she was hopefully going to get a job. But it was like all like we have nothing lined up financially. Oh, that
0: sounds great. That's, yeah. That's what, that's what our, our youth is for is what I hear. That's what I hear too. That's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> So you, then you went, how long was this film school? So you went to that, you did yeah, that? Yeah, for two years, because okay. um,
1: I'd already done, like, the community
0: college, all the yeah. GE
1: stuff. And then so it was a two-year film school program, and it was great. I got. I still work with a lot of the people that um, that I went to school with, like, cool, cool. like Cutter White. And that was our mutual oh, connection. Nice. Yeah, That's
0: how I came on the project, was yeah. through Cutter. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right.
1: You want me to keep on going oh. on my past, or uh, I, can, I can do whatever you want well, me to I'm, do, I'm Eddie. trying to
0: think about because I feel like we haven't quite hit. Maybe I should just ask you. Let me phrase What is? <laughs> let me just ask a new question. Ask a new question. What is? The, what is the current? What is the current dream for mm. for Mr. Josh? For Mr. Josh, you know, the current dream. Uh, the dream always
1: changes. I feel like
0: um, that's why I'm asking current, right? <laughs> current. <laughs>
1: Um, I mean, the ultimate dream is to be able to direct and maybe produce like a feature length, uh, film that a lot of people get to see and a lot of people have fun with. And a lot of people love to watch Uh, a lot of the films I've done so far are more in that genre where it's like the action adventure, sort of comedy, but I don't know. I just love that, that genre because it's, it doesn't take itself too seriously, um, but you also have a fun time watching it. Like the heyday of Pirates of the Caribbean and uh mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the mummy and like I I don't know. I love all those mm-hmm. movies that maybe aren't like the best, you know, filmmaking thing you've ever seen. But you have a fun time yeah, watching it's it. It's a good
0: time. Yeah. There's, there there are there are moments. I mean there are there's plenty of real moments you injected totally. in that it's all from a. Uh, you can you can ground whatever moments you can exaggerate and dramatize and yeah. it's a very flexible yeah. fun. But spi- yeah, I I enjoy going to the movies for fun. Yeah, it sounds like you're in a great place to get to that goal. You did yeah. you did say, just uh-oh, <laughs> what I say? <laughs> so you said to direct or produce? Is that what you said? Was your answer? Or uh, you said kind of
1: direct and or like for m- me? Sorry, you, do you have a question there before I go in? Mm.
0: Uh, no, go for it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
1: Um, I feel like I am, my brain is naturally more of a producer. I like think about things more logically and I like kind of just know those things a little bit more, but what actually fulfills me is directing. Yeah. Um, and I, so I feel like I'm kind of a better producer than a director, but I feel like I'm learning how to be a better director and that's really like what I love to do. Um, so that's where, that's where I say and or because I'm like, well, I could do either, and I would yeah. have a great
0: time. Because the way that I, oh well, yeah, okay, directing. I mean, it's all a craft. Yeah, so yeah, we have to, yeah, build up our craftsmanship as we go along. Yeah, it does sound like what you're saying is uh, pending Zach King's decision <laughs> on this upcoming feature. It's like, are we co-directors, Zach, or are you trying to solo direct this? And it's like, I would love to co-direct with you, but I'm happy to produce it as well. Yeah, and it's almost that feels like. Yeah, that's a nice but um totally. But it sounds like the, the ideal goal th- not that it's the is you I don't even know, would would the ideal thing that you're directing also be something you're producing, or would it be nice to hand that off? Um,
1: it'd probably be nice to hand that off. Like even on this last this last short film I did, um with Zach, um I was still producing, um, but my person I, I brought on was Juliana Ulrich. She's an amazing producer. You should hire her for anything you have. Um, but we, um, uh, we did a project before where we co-produced, so we basically like did 50, um, yeah. 50, and then I would, and then I directed and she basically would take on hundred percent of the producing duties when we're actually in production. But what we did this last time is I basically took on like maybe 15, 20% producing and she took on like 80%. Okay, nice. Um, so if like, I feel like for me, that's like a perfect world. Because I don't want to completely give up the producing side. It's kind of
0: fun. Yeah, because like you said, it comes naturally. You're good at it. You can yeah. think it through, yeah. and your your input's probably valuable, and it could speed things up and help things overall. Totally. Yeah. But it does pull energy out of the the director, Josh, too. So it does. There, there's that. Yeah, I think we've maybe
1: I think we did joke about it. Or which hat do I have on? Is it the producer hat or maybe, yeah. director that, hat? That is stuff or, I would say. But, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure you you made that joke. Right. Is this producer Josh or is this director Josh right now? And maybe, sometimes, maybe. Sometimes I have to take those hats on and off um, in the middle.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I guess just this feels like a nice, a nice, easy, fun question. Yeah. Ooh,
1: a fun question.
0: These other questions they've not been that <laughs> fun, were, um, but uh, this, this one, this, this, this one right this here, one, exactly. I was like, why did I say fun? I that. That's <laughs> a dumb way to describe it. Okay, so the fun question is. Um, what about directing uh do you enjoy the most slash mm-hmm. also feel you feel like is th- the thing that's coming to you hardest like the thing that you're kind of that you need the more reps on or you need i don't know how you approach it but
1: yeah totally um man there's so much about directing i love um I feel like I'm a slightly unconventional director. Well, maybe, maybe I'm not, but uh, what I like, I rely on the people around me a lot. Um, I rely on my DP and my first AD and uh, script supervisor or whoever. Hello, that's me. That's you. Um, I feel like I have the idea in my head of like what is going to happen on that day, but I hold it very loosely because I know in filmmaking – there's gonna be things that go wrong, or there's not enough light, or there's that actor is sick now, or like whatever the heck the thing is, or, or
0: even suggestions from outside of your own head that yeah. come into the place that may be better. Yeah, you know, exactly. It can go both ways, and
1: I feel like uh, you know most of the suggestions that come in are m- a lot of times much better than mine, and mm-hmm. so I feel like my the way I approach directing is a lot more of just like the gatekeeper a little bit, or like I have the idea of what I think it should be and how it all ties together. And then I'd love to hear everybody else's ideas of like, well, wouldn't it be great if uh, this happened in this scene? And then I can think about it in like a, a holistic sense of like, does that work for the whole project? And if it does, then it's like, you know what? That's a great idea. Let's try a take of that. Or let's try something different. And so much of the time, that is the thing that actually makes it in the end. Cause it's more genuine or like, it's like an outside creative perspective where I'm just living in it for so long that like this is like my head is like it's like tunnel vision this is the way I have it in my head and then everyone's like well there's a better better tunnel a better tunnel over here you should do that yeah yeah
0: so I guess to clarify too yeah is this the unconventional director side or maybe Uh, that's why I was like uh, maybe it's not that unconventional I feel like that's the ideal director side oh god like I feel like that's the direction directors should be going yeah. is the the more confident they get. Like that's the whole thing about, I don't know. Cause I work with a lot of directors as a script supervisor yeah. and it feels like the more experienced or the more confident the person is in the director chair, the more they listen to other people mm. and the less confident, the more they, you know, they push their vision out and they yeah. don't listen. It's like, no, this is, this is how I want it. I'm not listening to anything else. Let's just do this. Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like that's more
1: of the so so maybe it's not unconventional at all. Maybe in my head like I feel like I feel like we idolize or a lot of people idolize the directors that are the ones that have the singular vision though. Like they're the ones are like the Stanley Kubricks of the world. He's like I'm going to do 1 million takes uh until I get it exactly right and you can't tell me otherwise. I don't know if that's how he actually sounded, but I feel like when I think about directors a lot of times I think about the ones that are the dictators, but they have amazing films. And so that's where, in my mind, it's it feels like it's maybe not exactly conventional. Maybe that's why I said yeah. that.
0: I think I also imagine that those direct... I, I have a hard time believing. I'm sure there's people like this, mm-hmm. like a director that knows the specifics of everything right but i don't know how one person can know everything yep. like I with uh, like how does that, does this director have a specific vision on the costume the person's wearing right and like where that costume's coming from right and what, how it flows and how it fits on the person and also the makeup they're wearing and the hairstyle and oh. the camera angle plus the specific way the lighting is hitting that's true i don't I, like there probably are people that can do that that's, I mean, that's not me. No, that's not me either. <laughs> it's like, please help me. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're in a similar boat. Yeah. Leaning yeah. on the team, I think is, yeah. Yeah.
1: And so I, lo- I love to surround myself with people that know more than I do. Um, I feel like we as directors need to need to dabble in a little bit of everything. So we're we just dangerous enough to know, like, whats ca- what we're capable of doing with lighting or camera or sound or makeup or whatever yeah but we don't need to know how that actually is applied um
0: enough to communicate i think is kind of the yeah
1: yeah that makes sense
0: okay yes continue Sorry. yeah Yeah. no you're Uh
1: good so you were basically asking me what i love about directing and i kind of went on a tangent there a little bit but i think what you can take from it is what i love about directing is that collaborative atmosphere um when you surround yourself with really great like creatives and we're all trying to make something great. That's like, uh, there isn't a, yeah, yeah. I just, I just love that atmosphere and I love working together to create something awesome in the end that we can all be proud of. Um, so I really love that part about directing.
0: So do you bring that into all, I must. I don't want to lead the, the, the the interviewee lead here, it. lead it. But do you bring that to every phase of production? There's pre, well, in yeah. pre pre, on set and mm. then post-production yeah yeah You
1: yeah i i try to do that on every phase of production um uh yeah in pre-production i try to stay as long as i can in the blue sky phase um so if anybody doesn't know what that means it's just like uh, the what ifs of the world like um we don't lock down exactly what's going to happen creatively or we don't think about um, how we're going to pull it off let's just dream big and let's dream you know what what if we had a pirate ship Could we like get a pirate ship and then they're on a pirate ship and they're all fighting or whatever which like logistically sounds impossible at our budget level and um, yeah. also could just be impossible maybe um, but I love to s- stay there and I love to hear other people's blue skies ideas of you know what if we skydive or like I don't know some, some sure, sure. something random there, um,
0: and that's yeah. that's kind of you're talking about. That's like writing process yeah. stage, right? Like yeah. you're you also write mm-hmm. the projects you're directing in this yeah. context.
1: Yeah, I I do a lot of co-writing. Like I feel like I'm never the like just the writer because that's one of my like that's another thing I need to work on more um, is the writing side. But I love to to work with uh, like a group of people Mm -hmm. we almost kind of like have like a brain trust a little bit um where we all there's a couple of us that all get in a room together maybe i script it out and then we read it and then we're like oh well what if we change this this and this So I guess technically you could say I'm the writer, but I don't know. Sometimes it feels like it's like, oh, no, I'm just taking that idea and this idea. Yeah,
0: it's almost kind of like the, I feel like it's the story by, like you're the, the, I have a story in mind. Let's all talk about it. Because the writing is the technically what ends up on the page later that we work off of. Yeah. um, Which is a whole craft on its own. Yeah, totally. um, Which I think is what you're talking about. It's like, great, we have, here's the whiteboard of the beats. Mm -hmm. But then you need somebody else to help. Uh, sculpt it yeah, totally do all that
1: but even with that sometimes I love to jump, jump into the script no, for and sure. actually like
0: well I want to add an action yeah, line right yeah, here yeah. And... which comes back to the dangerous enough aspect yeah the dangerous enough it's like I can get in there and do it but please don't make me do it all yeah I do love the support yeah yeah that's great okay um, but yeah so back to your earlier question <laughs> man I'm just <laughs> full of tangents I'm really
1: sorry I hope you guys enjoy this podcast mm-hmm. um, I I try to maintain Uh, that openness and collaborativeness through all the phases. I think it's probably most apparent during production, um, but pre-production would be like in the writing phase and the idea phase there. And then in post, I I love to trust my editor uh, to just, a lot of times I just kind of let them go and then they send it back. And then a lot of times it's not what I expected, but sometimes that's actually good because they're working with the footage that actually exists, not what we were intending for it to exist. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I do th- I do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we're just we're, we're tw- twins, just twins two peas in a pod. Um okay, what I wanted to actually ask more of cuz I think just even based off of Instagram, maybe stories that you put up, I'm guessing mm-hmm. is where I've seen this, but I mentioned it before on how like we met on set of Stranded 2. Stranded 2. Which is you bring up the pirate ship. Yeah. And that was the kind of the pirate-themed short film adventure story. Yeah. Um, and I think after that released, which is on YouTube now. Hey, go it, check it out. Go check it out. Link below. Le- leave a like, and we'll see if they make a Stranded 3. Woo! Um, so I know you posted stories on like behind-the-scenes aspects of it. Yeah. And I'm like, watching the videos, I'm like, oh, Josh was like a part of, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, mm-hmm. you were a part of like some choreography of like sword <laughs> like, fights. And yeah. I wasn't sure how, How? yeah, Do you, you like to get involved in performance and blockings yeah. and how does, yeah, what's... And, yeah. I th- <laughs> and I think I've also seen you use like Lego guys and Lego cars for i'm like i don't oh, know you saw that yeah oh that's <laughs> great <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like okay if, i'm curious because that's all pre-production collaboration stuff yeah. so if you yeah talk about what you like about that because that's yeah hard for i
1: me. i'm definitely not like a stunt coordinator or a fight coordinator at all but i love to get in there and i love to just try it um s- specifically for stranded two there's a whole like fight scene um, between our two main characters the pirates are making them fight and they don't want to fight so it's it's a they're supposed to sort of like they're trying to like fake that they're fighting each other while trying to like buy themselves time to talk about like talk together and be like what do we do I don't know we should do this okay um, so I actually brought on a, a fight choreographer well that was hard to say for some reason I um, named Brian Ulrich and he's amazing uh, you should hire him too um, but so we work together he has like a general idea in mind of like we should probably do this um and then for me i i think about it more in the emotional beats or in the like what we're trying to get across like okay by the end of this nate needs to be mad at zach and he has won the fight and then brian's like well okay cool we have these cool barrels over here and we have this thing that they could jump off of and all these cool things and then uh Maybe it's out of necessity a little bit where there's not anybody around. I pick up the sword, and I play one of the characters. Yeah. And Brian plays the other character, and we kind of, like, figure out what feels natural. Um, Yeah, and I feel like it worked on that one because they're not supposed to really know how to sword fight, and I don't know how to sword fight.
0: It makes sense. Yeah. Um, And it's an excuse to play. Yeah. And (laughs) then I guess... Okay, yeah, so... That's lovely, that's, that's lovely, lovely. <laughs> getting, getting getting a fight choreographer in in pre production to pre block oh, yeah. the stuff that's kind of and and especially in what what we are making with stranded 2, I yeah. think that's kind of the you can't really go to set and block on set Because like, there's so many gags built into the fight, yeah, uh, watch the short, yeah, but um, because yeah, the whole Zach King model is you're not gonna watch a Zach King project without seeing. What I don't know. Do you just call them magic tricks? I don't know what yeah. the...
1: Yeah, yeah. seeing... We just call it magic. Uh, edit, magic. The
0: editing tricks. Yeah. and uh, <laughs> Illusions of the camera. Yeah. So <laughs> how, how do you go about knowing what to include in a story when you're... Because mm-hmm. I think about that with, like, even watching the Amazon bits that you put onto your Instagram. Oh, yeah. Like they all seem like I don't even I'm watching each of them and I'm like, I don't even know where to start on <laughs>
1: like on the creative side. Yeah. i yeah. like,
0: which, which gag do we do? How do we pull it off? Yeah. What are we trying to say? It's yeah. Like, it's so it's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. A lot of the
1: times what we start with or what I like to start with is more of the emotion behind it or like, what's the story. So story first, and then we figure out a trick from there. So like, for example, on, um, on stranded uh there's only one sword uh that is given and then zach uh so the the story is nate has a sword zach doesn't have sword what do we do so zach is magical so he tries to make a sword so he takes his belt and he uh basically creates magically creates a sword out of the belt like the belt is the sheath um but then we want to add that little comedy in right and we have his pants fall down because his his classic, uh, classic. Yeah, cause his uh, belt's not there anymore, and he has heart underwear because
0: that's always fun. Um, it's very like pop. no What's his name? Is that Popeye? Yeah, Popeye yeah, kind of like Taylor? Popeye. Yeah, those, I don't know. Card, back in the day cartoons. Yeah. yeah. So
1: we we so yeah. So I always start with the story first. So the basic beat is got to get sword somehow. In a traditional movie, maybe he would steal it from one of the pirates next to him or something like that. But in our sort of realm where it's this comedy, action, but he's m- magical at the same time, he would just create it himself. And then by doing that magic, something goes wrong. That's normally what the structure <laughs> is, is that yeah. the, it, the magic solves the problem for a second, but then creates another problem that then we need to start over uh, again.
0: Yes. I just imagine a whiteboard mm. with like our bag of tricks. It's, it's called bag o' tricks. Yeah, bag o' tricks. Yeah, and then when you when you're talking story over here, yeah, and it's like, all right, we need something to happen here. The the mm-hmm. pirate is saying, I'm gonna throw you both overboard. Yeah, because ne- neither of you are useful. And then he says, wait, 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 I'm magic. Look, look, look. And then he does a trick. Yeah, which keeps him on board. And it's like, all right, what trick does he do? What can he do to impress these pirates? Yeah, and, I mean, in the short, he swaps his cap, his baseball cap, for yeah. a pirate hat. Yep. And that that's enough for the pirates to keep him on board. Yeah. But I'm like, I wonder what other ideas came to mind. Like what could, you know, is yeah. he levitating? Is he like, I don't know if you look at the bag with tricks whiteboard. And yeah. You're like, all right, let's just, let's go to the old reliable here. Like I'm not, <laughs> you know, that kind of. Yeah.
1: I, I don't know if there's like a clear structure to be honest. I think it's very much loosey goosey. Feel it out. Yeah. Like, I know I knew when we re- like wrote that like insert trick here is probably what we did first um, because like for that one in particular it doesn't you just need to prove that you're magical somehow um, but I think how we landed on the hat trick on that one in particular was okay eventually we want to get them in pirate outfits so how do we do that you could just put them in a pirate outfit which is partially what we do for one of the characters yeah um, or you can have that transfer transformation start like as part of the trick. So like, this is like the slowly getting to like the pirate side and maybe subconsciously we're trying to show that Zach is maybe more like the pirates than he wants to be. And he realizes that, Oh, maybe I need to actually care for my friend more.
0: Yes. Story.
1: Yeah. Yay, story. <laughs> 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 okay. Nice. Um, but we do have, um, we do have a list of tricks in general. Um, What it is actually, I don't even know if you want to know this, but I'm going to tell you because you're a captive audience. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. (laughs) Um, Every Monday at Zach King's, uh, we all have to pitch a trick, pitch an idea. It can be a TikTok. It can be an ad. It can be anything. Um, And we have to yes and everybody's idea. So I go and I um, I pitch a trick and then there's no negative. There's no, that sucks. How are we going to pull this off? I don't know what to do. You you have to add at least three pluses to the trick. So we're in a group of maybe like 15 people and we all just throw up random things and we write down all the ideas um, in addition to the trick ideas. And then we archive those. At the end of actually each meeting, we all kind of it's not like vote, but we all put like what our favorite one was and our second yeah, favorite. Yeah. It doesn't mean that's going to be made, but it's it's more like um,
0: it goes on the bag of tricks whiteboard after that. Kind exactly.
1: Of so we have we've done this for maybe like every week, probably like a year and a half. So 15 ideas for a year and a half every Monday. You start to kind of have like a, a bag of tricks. Yes. Um, yeah. Sometimes they're repeats, and sometimes they're just slightly different Yeah, versions. it'd be hard
0: to have yeah. a completely original, full-on yeah. thing. Each, yeah.
1: But it's helpful, because yeah. we can go back to those, like, we keep those all archived, so you can go back to them and be like, oh, that's right, uh, Alan had this awesome idea about ladders, uh, scaling a wall, or whatever. And so you go back, and you're like, oh, that's right, we mm-hmm. should do that one. Mm-hmm.
0: I like that, yeah, good exercises,
1: yeah, it's great, and it keeps us all fresh and um just in the in that like magic
0: mindset, and also, yeah, positive yeah. and and the yes hands are lovely, totally it's too easy in the film world to go to shoot stuff down, that's kind oh, of yeah. that's kind of the whole that's kind of a whole thing, but yeah, that's, that's a whole that's, thing that sounds lovely, <laughs> yeah, um, it seems like a whole um. There's a word for that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> the know. toxicness. I don't Something know. Something <laughs> like that. Something. Um, I'll
1: briefly talk about you. You were mentioning also that we. you saw my Lego uh, yes, yes, video yeah. <laughs> blocking video. So what I also do a lot, um, and we try to do it at Zach's as well, but I, I just love doing it personally, is make my own blocking videos, meaning um, I take a camera and either I take myself and I go film myself or somebody else, super crudely no lighting no whatever maybe it's on an iphone um, and we shoot whatever the trick is or shoot whatever the scene is kind of like a storyboard um, because then i bring it back in an edit and i see oh actually i want to change this or change that and um, it's super helpful for me to kind of start visualizing what is there and in a in a project we're working on uh, right now there's a car chase In one of them, and so I can't really film, you know, cars uh, in a blocking video. So I use Legos
0: and Hot Wheels, maybe. Yeah, and like
1: Hot Wheels or like whatever I can. But I mostly use Legos. Yeah, and I would put them on like a green screen, uh, just like a green cardboard thing on the back, and I would put my hand would come in and like move it or like show that the guys are falling off or whatever. Um, So it helps helps me figure out what do i actually need in this scene especially for things that are like dangerous like car chases or um things that take a long time like that or this reset just takes forever it's just so helpful to
0: just shoot it before that sounds very helpful yeah Uh, for everybody involved yeah so you show you're not showcasing so you you Do like a crude edit as well as on all the footage, and that's that's what you're showing. I'm assuming, yeah. Is so that's good for like the DP, the yeah. Everybody seems like it'd be very helpful. It's for for you. It is. It is
1: very helpful. It is. um It is time consuming though. Like it does take a long time, and I don't honestly do it for every single scene. It's more like the scenes that really need to. You really have to know the blocking. Yeah. Or maybe we only have four hours at this location, so we really have to get in there and know exactly what's happening.
0: That sounds great. Yeah. That sounds great. Dude, you sound great. Thank you. You're welcome. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're this, this, the time has flown, I may say. Oh, no. We're nearing the end already, my oh, friend. Oh, no. Okay. Um, I just talk too much no it's all great that's what we're here to do that's true that's what we do Josh and Eddie we talk so let me uh, let's close out with um, questions about I don't know we're talking about like you lived in a cabin for a while we're talking about (laughs) um, yeah you you guys have recently put out some like reveal videos to kind of showcase oh, yeah. some stuff yeah, that yeah. that reached its like point, so I'm like this there's, there's another one coming on that, I'm sure, yeah, and I know you helped produce on that
1: yeah, I made that one that was that was a fun one um or I made the first one, I forget there's a couple of them, I think um at this point, yeah, I don't know, yeah, who knows I don't know um the youtube knows um but yeah, it is fun to um. It is fun to kind of show behind the scenes a little bit. And we are still not showing everything. Of course. We we still keep a couple things in our pocket. Um, But it seems like those are actually getting some traction. Like people actually want to see how do you actually like do this. I mean, that was
0: kind of a joke on set, I recall, is I think maybe you're telling me this, but you're like, hey, Eddie, the funny thing about making this is that the behind the scenes of these videos are going to get more views than the short itself (laughs) yep (laughs) (laughs) so it seems like that's the the exact content that would do well It's like we're showing we're showing the process and that's kind of almost more fun than watching it happen it's like no tell me how it works i want to make stuff yeah everybody's a filmmaker right now everybody can that's yeah
1: yeah especially yeah for the filmmakers that that's the main audience for those behind the scenes um but i think you're right like a lot of I've been seeing a lot of people who like aren't filmmakers, but they're like, oh, I want to see like how this was made or like even random things like uh, I watched The Last of Us last night and it's, it's great. Um, I love it. Uh, but at the end of all those episodes, they have like a, just a brief behind the scenes. And it's just like oh. it's becoming a normal thing that like, you know, b- after the credits, you just watch, you know, how it was made.
0: And I know that Craig Mays in the showrunner of oh, Last yeah. of Us, he also has the side podcast yeah script notes well the script notes but also they did a last of us in depth like episodic i haven't listened to that yeah i think they're doing that too because he did that for chernobyl like you can Uh. dive do a deep dive on that episode with the writers and stuff
1: and it's really cool that that is happening because then we get to you know us filmmakers and filmmakers can watch it and learn from it
0: and know what we can do yes Cause I know I watched episode one the other night. I just I'm just barely getting into it. Yeah. And I scrolled a little bit ahead, and I saw like a. I was like, oh, there's more here. Mm-hmm. But I was worried that I was like, and next uh, for next week, like I didn't, I didn't want to be spoiled for next week, so I didn't yeah. play it at all. Yeah. But you're saying this behind the scenes yeah. stuff. Yeah. So
1: they do that sneak peek first, oh, and no. then so no. you got to skip ahead a little bit, and then they go into the okay. behind the scenes. I hate, of the st- I hate sneak peeks.
0: I don't need it. Yeah. I don't need it. It is a little bit of a bummer, isn't it? We can go to that later <laughs> <laughs> for next time. Next
1: time we'll talk about. Okay. I peaks. guess
0: last, last question. I know you mentioned the dream, but I'm also curious as to like, you know, do you, do you have, I'm assuming, do you have any time or any ambition to make something uh, outside of, of Zach? Yeah. Outside yeah. of Zach. I yeah. yeah.
1: I, I totally do. Um, I actually have a couple uh, shorts I've written that, uh, I'm trying to get, trying to get made eventually. Uh, it's it a lot exists? harder. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's actually, a, I, I won't say what that is. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I do. It is tough because I love working for Zach and I love the content we get to make. And I know it's going to be made where a lot of times, you know, the stuff you start on your own you're your own boss or you're your own driver and a lot of times you have to provide the finances or you got to provide all the things. And so it's a lot more difficult to get those made, which shouldn't be an excuse, but I put in so much of my efforts uh, into stuff I know is going to be made and I'm getting paid for to do. So it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to focus on those things.
0: And you enjoy doing it And I enjoy
1: doing it. It's so much fun. And so uh, there hasn't really been some downtime recently
0: <laughs> um, yeah.
1: with all the projects that are happening, which is awesome. Um, but I feel like eventually, yeah, I'm going to have to probably do something on my own um, to be able to just branch out a little bit. Like I know earlier I was saying I love action adventure and comedy, buddy comedy st- type stuff but it, I think it'd be good to just experiment with other genres too. do a horror thing or do a sci-fi thing or,
0: or straight or up drama or, or straight up it. drama. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I want to get serious. because yeah, you do so much goofy stuff and yeah. fun stuff. Sometimes it is good to contrast it with like, totally let's get into some grief or some depression or yeah. like all that, all that fun stuff, all itself. that but good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Cause all right. Yeah. So, all right. So you're saying Yes. So you have some stories kind of floating, some early early ideas percolating back there.
1: I have some early ideas, and I actually have some like physical scripts ready to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there's there's one I'm really wanting to do. It's based on a book series um, that is like a best bestseller though, and I don't know if I'm gonna ever get the rights to it. So it mm-hmm. might have to be a fan film. Sure, um, sure. Which you know is always a scary thing because you might lose. Uh, they might tell you to take it down as soon as you post it. Yeah, all and that all hard that, work, yeah. yeah, is for nothing. But. Um, yeah, I have those, those floating around and I do have an idea for a feature eventually. I don't think, I don't think it's, it's, uh, gone through the blue sky long enough yet. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Great. Yeah. Awesome. I'm excited to see how that all goes.
1: Yeah, me too. <laughs> is that uh? is that the end of our, <laughs> of our a, podcast? That's, a,
0: that's it. That's it. I oh, will just dude. say for, for those that want to kind of follow along yeah. to, to know, Kind of just follow you, yeah, and um, just see see what you got cooking and and see the latest stuff from Mr. Josh Fap. Mm. Where do where do people uh where's where's some places?
1: I need to get better. It's funny. I work for social media and I'm pretty bad at my social media. That's yeah, how it goes, but um, yeah, I'm on Instagram. Um, just Josh Fap. I have a very unique name, so nobody else took it. So nice.
0: That's it. Josh Fap, two peas. Yeah. yeah, and. One J. In one J. God, I don't know, that's dumb. Dumb joke, <laughs> do Dumb joke. You made me laugh, so that's great. good. <laughs> captive, captive audience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, thanks again for coming out. Of course. Pleasure. We'll have to we'll have to there's plenty more on my list we didn't get to tap into, which is uh, great. It's a okay, great that's good. It's, it's a good okay. problem. Cool. We'll have you on again. Yeah, I'll come come I'll, in a couple I'll, months I'll, or something. <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, that's the show. Bye everybody. Bye bye. Boom, 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 boom.